The power of the mind is so absolutely incredible. And I cannot begin to tell you how different I am from who I was even two years ago and my thought processes and my behaviors and stuff. And I owe that all to Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Struggle Creates Strength. Struggle Creates Strength is a mental health platform exemplifying that everyone has a story. I always say that no two stories are the same, but every story has the potential to help someone else. Now in today's episode, we are bringing on a very special guest who goes by the name of Kimberly Clark. And I first stumbled across Kimberly via TikTok and through mutual friends. And all I have to say is I... What you see as a person, what you project as a person, and obviously these assumptions that you make about a person, all of mine were correct. I thought she was going to be equally as spectacular, but I guess I was a little thrown off because the conversations that we got to get into made me realize how, how high, high up of a person she truly is and how much of a higher thinker she is. And it was so nice to be able to have such a deep conversation about life, about the philosophy of life, and ultimately just jumping into some some very deep topics. And it was it was incredible. And she did get a lot into her past and some of her past struggles, but she's also talked a lot about how she overcame those struggles. And I think that's something that we can all take from this episode. It's something that I think you'll enjoy a ton from this episode. I know I loved every last aspect of filming this. I'm always somebody who says that I have no structure going into any of the podcasts and sometimes it gets a little anxiety driven, a little stressful, but what I always remember is that it's just us having a conversation and and that's what I kept telling myself at the start of this podcast was it's just a conversation and that's exactly how it went. It transformed into an amazing conversation that obviously lasted a lot longer than probably the both of us anticipated, but every last second was filled with something that was meaningful and something that honestly makes you think. And that was, that's why I loved it so much. That's why we got to have such a powerful conversation and, and why it will help a lot of people and maybe make a lot of people look at life just a little bit differently. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we're really trying to do. We're trying to normalize mental health and improve that through normal conversations, you'll see that we weren't talking strictly on past traumatic experiences. We weren't solely speaking on, honestly, mental health illnesses in in its entirety. We were kind of filtering them in and out of conversation because that's our normal selves and that's our normal life and that's who we are and mental health struggles are normal and I think that's one of the biggest and most powerful things that you truly should take from this podcast is that it was all natural. Having our struggles come into play and into the conversation, it was all natural. There is there is no no deliberate questions asking about what are you struggling with right now? What struggles have you encountered in the past? And obviously that stuff does come up, but you'll see that it's 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 very natural. It's very normal. And we definitely normalized the topic of mental health in this one. And we got to dive into some really cool topics. I know one of the topics I wasn't really anticipating on talking about, but we did get into was the talk of psychedelics. We also got into the talk of 
anatomy. We like we got into so many different topics, and it truly, truly was like I get happy just thinking about it right now. But it, it was such a powerful conversation, and it's the type of conversations I think everyone should aim to have in their life. I'm fortunate enough to be able to have had that conversation, and obviously give you the opportunity to listen to it. So I hope you enjoy. And I hope you can reach out to Kimberly, talk to her, because trust me, like she's somebody that you want to talk to. She has so much to say and all valuable things at that. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And also, I do want to just remind you of my journey that I'm actually on right now. And honestly, I'm filming this. So if you're watching the latest video, you will see that or I guess the next video you'll see that I'm filming this right now and I'm doing this for the camera but I am embarking on a 50 kilometer ultra marathon in Victoria British Columbia on September 11th so we're just shy of a week and a half away so it's very very exciting I'm super thrilled for it but it is it is honestly it's all for mental health I wish I could say it was for me and to prove everybody wrong and to go out there and win it, but it's strictly for mental health. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I do all of this. It's to help normalize the topic of mental health. It's to help prove that every last person has a story, and that's what I want to prove. That's what I'm here to do, and that's why I'm aiming to raise $50,000 for the 50 kilometers. And those donations and the donation page is linked below. And it will also be open until, I think I'm having it open until October 10th, which is World Mental Health Day. So that is my target. And I hope you can just help. And you don't have to donate, but I truly, truly do thank every last person that does donate. And if you don't donate, at least share it. Give somebody else the opportunity to donate because you are giving others the opportunity to seek the help that they truly need. So I thank you. And now without further ado, Let's jump in to Kimberly Clark's story. There you go. There you go. Hi, there we how go. are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing really good. Sorry, I literally was rummaging around the house for the past 15 minutes trying to find my headphones. Nowhere to be found. So I am literally just at such a loss with where they are. I have no idea. That's the worst. That's yeah. okay, <laughs> Absolutely. And honestly, before I say anything... I uh, I was told that I was going to start the podcast this way just from a phone call that I had last night with somebody and Tess just wants me to tell you that she thinks you're a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a forehead kiss? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. So funny. No, but honestly, I, I do have to thank you so much for being willing to come on the podcast. And obviously yeah. it's nice to, to finally meet face to face or I guess not meet face to face, but you know, like virtually, virtually. and yeah. And I just, I really appreciate it because I know that you are going to help a lot of people and you, you already do. And you make some, some videos that are so important. And obviously I've followed along a, a little bit or over the past little while. And, and I just know that you are making big impact in people's lives. And I just, Thank I appreciate you, you and, and what you do. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. And honestly, like one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you on is because I just, I know that every single person that creates the type of videos that you do or the type of videos that I do or the type of videos that are obviously 
meant to impact people's lives. I know that there's always a story behind that. And there's a reason why. And obviously today, like today, I'm, I'm just hopeful that we can obviously just, just hear your story and kind of unravel a lot of the why and the yeah. why you do what you do and, and what's yeah. obviously drawn you into your life and where you're at and where, sorry, where you are in mm-hmm. your life and obviously like what you do and, and everything like that. But yeah. Yeah, no, it's a really good opportunity for me too, because I feel like I don't really share that much of the background, at least on like TikTok or anything, because I'm not mm-hmm. just going to sit down and make a video and be like, here's what I've gone through. <laughs> so it's like a good chance for me to be able to tell people to like, yeah, my why and like how I ended up getting to that point. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. And honestly, like, when did you ever first start struggling? Like what, or like, I don't like, cause this is the thing. Is I don't even know all the, like your, your struggles that you've been through, what you are even like, maybe even now still encountering or, or what your life yeah. has kind of drawn up. Like almost even just go back to, to day one where it all kind of started or where, where your, your big, almost like pivotal moment was for you. Yeah, for me. So I grew up with like white picket fence type family, like just such a stereotypical, perfect family. Like I had a stern, manly man of a father and a very nurturing mom. And me and my siblings all got along really well. Um, And then when I was 15, it was two weeks after my 15th birthday, my dad was killed in a work accident. And everything just shifted in that moment. It was like a complete it just felt like my whole world turned to chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, I fell into an eating disorder very quickly. I became very suicidal. I was super depressed. Um, I had a sibling who was struggling with addiction and another sibling who fell into, well, not fell into, she had a chronic disease. So we were dealing with um, all of that sorts of things. And honestly, I don't really have like a story that's like oh this is what happened and then I got here it's like my friends always joke that my life has just kind of been like series of unfortunate events where every time you think that I'm doing okay like I just get slapped <laughs> in the face with something else and it's just kind of been like a long road of being surrounded by very traumatic things I experienced a lot of loss after my father passed with I lost a friend I lost somebody who was like a second mom to me a cousin I was just very exposed to loss at a very young age um and again like addictions and disease and stuff so I can't even really give like a proper story that's just like this happened and carried <laughs> out to the year it's like no it was just getting it was just like being in fight or flight for like eight years and I would say that the past year or two have been the first time that my world's been like relatively calm. Mm-hmm. And I've realized now that that whole time I was in that stage, I never, A, never took the time to process any of it or heal from any of it. And B, I just was left with so, like once my world settled, I realized how chaotic my brain was and how much I had to unpack and deal with. And this is the first year that I feel like I started to know what healing is and started to be able to like really dig into that and properly cope with it and start to look at it all, which has been a really interesting journey. Um, So that's kind of where my, all my content has started to come from was just like my own healing journey and hoping to like inspire others. Cause I know that gosh, sometimes life just feels like it is never ending (laughs) and you just are screaming on the inside and, so I just have a lot of empathy at this point for most situations. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, first off, I'm 
super amazed. I had no idea. Like I, I obviously saw like a couple little things that you've um, you've posted about your dad and mm-hmm. obviously first and foremost, I just want to say sorry for that. I know, yeah, like, I, I don't know, but I can only imagine how hard something like that is. And yeah. obviously at such like a pivotal, a pivotal age as well, you know, mm-hmm. and because at those, at those times, it's like a lot of people's struggles, we're, we're going to use quotations here, but a lot of people's struggles <laughs> is, are just, they're so minimal. And it's, it's always about uh, going out on a date or you're yeah. just whining about a vehicle or like there's, there's yeah. such small, small things. Um, so to obviously deal with something like that in that like almost prime age is, is insane because your, your brain is in such like a developmental standpoint where you're like constantly trying to grow, but then obviously to be chucked something like that, you're just, obviously you, like, I would, I can only imagine like you just, like, it's probably way more (laughs) to handle than you're you're stunted. It is a really interesting age because for a long time, I always thought like, oh, well, at least I wasn't so young. And I still, of course, try and like, look at this as a positive. But for a while, I was always like, oh, well, at least I wasn't so young that I don't remember him. But I wasn't so old that I like, I don't know, it I tried to look at the positive. Mm-hmm. But now being at the age I'm at, I'm like, no, 15 actually is an extremely brutal age, because you're just figuring out so much of your identity. And you are right on the cusp of like, I go the wrong path or I go the right path and Mm -hmm. your friends are kind of splitting like it's just such a big age to figure yourself out and to Mm -hmm. go through such an extreme loss definitely veered me off to a course that I shouldn't have gone to for a long time like I Mm -hmm. definitely gave my mother a few gray hairs started hanging out with the wrong people partying too much and took a road that I don't want to say that I wish that I didn't but reflecting back on could have skipped that whole stage yeah I honestly I was just going to ask you that question like because obviously in that point you or I would imagine like a lot of people would react in different ways and some people try and they try and take the high road but obviously with something that tragic it's it's not easy and obviously you're just trying to grasp onto almost anything for feeling and just like even going through that like how did you even get to the point where you switched it all like what was like your your realization moment when because obviously if you were going like giving your mother gray hairs constantly like (laughs) what was that what was the kind of the changing point to change my behavior was when my sister got severely severely sick I actually still remember to this day a very pivotal moment where um we're at we're in the hospital and my sister spent my sister has spent months of her life in the hospital and there was this one time that we were there and I was gonna go I was gonna go to the gym and then I was gonna go to a party after and I had complained and I was like oh I don't want to go to the gym and she was just she meant nothing of it and she was just like laying in her bed and she just kind of looked at me and was like I wish my body could do that and she said it so subtly but I remember thinking to myself wow that is so cruel of me that I'm gonna leave this place I'm complaining to go to the gym and then I'm going to go drink my face off while she sits in this bed and is the healthiest, like tries to take care of her body so much, is fighting to take care of her body so much. And I remember feeling a lot of guilt that weekend. And that was a very big turning point for me to 
start smartening up with my behavior and start realizing like how much taking care of your body is important and how much health is a luxury like it's not something that everybody has and I stopped taking it for granted in that moment and then pivotal point for like myself and my healing I I don't even really remember when I started to try and just be a lot more of a positive person but I do remember going through so many changes like my whole it felt like my whole brain was shifting all at once and I actually remember seeing a video of somebody explaining everything that I was going through and they were like do you feel like you want to isolate yourself in this and this and they were like you're probably going through a spiritual awakening <laughs> and I was like what the heck is that and the person who said it was so spiritual that I remember being like I'm not even on the same wavelength I don't even know what this person's talking about and it's funny because I've watched that video since and now since like going through all of this healing watching that video I'm like I get everything this guy's saying <laughs> like cheering him on I'm like I understand this all on a new depth so I don't really know if there was necessarily like a moment that changed me. I think it was a mm-hmm. slow progression of my world starting to calm down and me realizing where I was at was not where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. That's actually, you've just opened up a whole new conversation, which I'm so <laughs> pumped for. Um, I'll be, like I've been having, so actually first off, I'll ask a small little question, but do you think that like all these series of events that have, happened like i'm i'm somebody who is definitely like a big advocate in saying that all of my pat like everything that's happened in my life i believe has obviously gotten me to where i am but it's yeah. also just it's taught me so many things and even though i've had some some awful moments and same as everyone in life has i just think that like all those moments have made me like as i almost think that it's bad to say because I think there's a lot of people that go through um, kind of like some subtle struggles and they end up being obviously these, these amazing people who do amazing things. But I also do think that these people that encounter like crazy loss, like yourself and obviously go through these super big hardships. I think those people almost transition into a totally different life, which is, like it's so incredible and it almost it leads into the spiritual awakening thing um but I I want you to explain like spiritual awakening for the people that don't understand it because this is a huge huge topic and I think it honestly will maybe even be a big aha moment for a lot of people that don't necessarily know what it is because I know even for myself when I've been going through really (laughs) shitty moments I've just been like, oh my gosh, like my life is so good, but I just feel so terrible. And I feel like, and I'm just so confused all the time. And then it's obviously you kind of unravel like, okay, maybe this is a bit of a spiritual awakening. Um, but kind of like explain it from, from your point of view and how you even kind of discovered. Yeah. <laughs> For starters, I feel like spirituality is one of the hardest things to define. So I'm like already nervous. But- <laughs> I felt like for me, something that really made me realize was pulling back from friendships, even ones that weren't necessarily bad or weren't bad at all. I felt like I was completely isolating myself and I felt like I'd never been happier internally, but more afraid externally. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it was like, I was so scared of the world around me and I wanted to fix absolutely everything. 
but I was like, I know I'm going to be okay. For the first time in my life, I felt like I was like, I got it within me and I'm going to be okay. But I think just in general, spirituality is just like really, a. I don't want to be super cliche and be like, it's a journey back to yourself. But I kind of <laughs> want to be like, it's a journey back to yourself because it really is. And it's just like so much unpacking of layers. And I think there's a misconception that it's about tarot cards and astrology and crystals and all of these mm -hmm. sorts of things, but it's really not. It's just understanding that we are a collective and we are all from the same energy force and we are so capable of so much more than we realize and it's just unpacking all of those layers until you mm -hmm. can really identify who you are to the best of your ability mm -hmm. i couldn't have said it any better myself <laughs> <laughs> well good that was stressful <laughs> no that, no that honestly it, it sums it up really well and i think that's even something that i know for me anyways like when i was trying to figure myself out and figure out life and and all this stuff I don't think you can ever figure out life I think it's oh, just drives uh, me crazy oh it's the hardest I I've been in this mental pretzel lately about it because I just <laughs> it blows my mind but I um I do think uh like previously like I was never ever a spiritual person like ever I just I did not understand anything about it no. never even thought to look into it because no. exactly like you said there there's this big misconception that it's all about it is basically all about like the crystals the tarot card like mm -hmm. just all the all the cliche things that you see in the spiritual world like that's what people think or it's like you have your crystal ball and you're you're rubbing <laughs> yeah. it and it's like it's it's not what it is and honestly like my game changing moment to actually lead me into spirituality was um psychedelics <laughs> and like as, yep. and it was just like one of those things where I just started to open up my mind to to things and as soon as I saw what like obviously when you're on psychedelics you see some you see some crazy things and you're like yeah. if my brain can do this and it can make me see the world in a different way then there has to be something more to it and it just yeah. opens up your mind to more yeah. possibilities and you start to question things and you start to quite like sometimes you question reality and it, it becomes a little crazy but I, I think it is it's something like spirituality is something that I think a lot of people should should start to look into at least to some degree because like I'm not a person that is sitting behind my computer 24 7 being like okay what does this mean in my life or what does <laughs> yeah. that mean but I am somebody who is just like so open to it and when I hear people talk about spiritual awakenings. Like I'm even somebody who doesn't necessarily understand a spiritual awakening to its full extent. And I don't, I don't, same thing as life. It's like, how, how do you? How do <laughs> you? Yeah. It, and it's um, weird. It's like, when you get it, you get it. Like, you're like, Oh, I know what you mean. Even though neither of us really know what we mean. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And that's, and it's always like each person can almost even have their own definition of it totally. to some degree because they obviously it's the same as life like we all experience it in different ways and yeah. we all encounter different struggles we all feel different emotions and it's just which is just so crazy and it yeah but anyways I got, I'm just gonna go down a rabbit hole but anyways <laughs> I just I found like psychedelics was such a big teacher um, for myself just yeah. to open up my brain to new ideas and possibilities and honestly just kind of crush 
um, all forms of judgment that I had towards any of it and yeah. just like allow me to be and it's the same like I'm not a religious person person but I will be fully open to having a religious conversation with somebody or like hearing their side of it yeah and it's I just think the people that start to fall into this big spiritual world like that's what it's all about is like you almost you start to obviously be more open but you start to like find beliefs or you start to believe in in Mm -hmm. different things and it doesn't have to be a religion it doesn't have to be a a god or not like there's just so many things that you can and I just like I don't know like how is your whole spiritual journey kind of impacted your life and obviously like your struggles as well because I think that's even something that would be really interesting to hear I think the biggest thing for me has been realizing that you can reframe your brain like I know that that sounds so simple but that is a concept that is so new to me is that you can literally just retrain your brain. And I mean, it's not that simple of just like, I'm going to wake up today and train my brain. But the power of the mind is so absolutely incredible. And I cannot begin to tell you how different I am from who I was even two years ago and my thought processes and my behaviors and stuff. And I owe that all to the spiritual awakening, I don't know what you want to say, but like being able to control your brain through meditation or whatever you want to use is so impactful. It has absolutely blown me away that I didn't know that it feels like a superpower to me. I'm like, wait, I'm just capable of this, <laughs> like, which is another thing with psychedelics that really opened my brain up to things like that. Like, I just think it's so fascinating. And I don't think until you've touched on it or experienced it, you can really get it. But I do think that everybody should kind of at least go into like their own little rabbit hole of looking into it. Mm-hmm. And to add, I want to add on your thing about religion, because actually I feel like that does kind of define spirituality in a sense is that religion gives you a story to believe in and spirituality mm-hmm. is just open it's such an open concept, which I think is really beneficial for a lot of people because it gives you something to believe in without defining what you're supposed to believe in, which I think is super necessary for a lot of people. That's kind of off topic to your question, but I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Um, no. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. <clears throat> Excuse me. All I was going to, oh my gosh. All I was going to say is that um, I just, I, I just, I think this is where there's almost like the clash between people is when you get into the talk about spirituality and then like not always but definitely sometimes where people are people are okay so there's the the two clashes almost and the, the one is when you talk about like spirituality and religion and the the people that are just they're so set on religion and there's nothing mm-hmm. that can veer them away from that Mm -hmm. Um, and they're never open to anything else. Like, because I know a lot of people that they obviously they're Christian or they just, they have their own, own beliefs or they're religious in their own way. And they are still like very open to having conversations about, about different beliefs and about different religions and all that stuff. But then there's also the people that don't. And Mm -hmm. there's also, it's comes down to the same as like the psychedelics too, but it's just, people are very open to it. Um, and then other people 
just don't even look at it because they're so set in their ways and they've yeah. they've been so ingrained just to think a certain way and it's the same as life and everything that happens in life like people will be so open to they'll be so open to the idea of doing everything and anything and realizing that you truly can do whatever you want in the world because it doesn't necessarily matter and then <laughs> yeah. there's other people that look at it and be like no I have to I have to get my job I have to go to school I have to do this and they're because they just they don't believe there's a different way like they're almost pro programmed like robots programmed. like and it's yeah. and it's just it's so mind-boggling but that's how it is and I just I just I personally cannot wrap my head around it but it's, it's I've so spent hours me. trying to wrap my brain around <laughs> it I even it was funny like yesterday I was having like this big moment where I was sitting there and I was like it's not that I want to die <laughs> by no means but I'm just kind of really eager to know what's next you know I'm like I yes I get the picture I've got it I know what the next like 60 years are relatively gonna look like like no I don't know the experiences I'll have but like I got the point <laughs> I want to know what's what's coming like I want to I want to level up now because <laughs> it that drives is... me so insane yes not knowing you literally just explained my last week to an absolute T like just existential crisis and this is the part too is because I'm always like okay I'm mental health advocate I have a mental health platform <laughs> I've been <laughs> suicidal in the past I can't talk about wanting to kill myself just to see what what's next you know but like there's a part of me well obviously now I am but like there's a part of me that's like I really I really just I'm I'm so curious because I just don't believe that it ends. And I almost, the other day, I almost made a video and I was just going to say like the only, and it's just, this is a thing because like some people take it, they'll take it in an obvious way and they'll be like, well, duh. But I, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it in this very deep way. And I was like, the only people who truly know what happens when you die are the people that die. Like, it's just like, and it blows my mind when I think about that because I'm just like, I know nobody here like nobody nobody like, nobody knows nobody. what happens when you die other than the people yeah. that are actually dead and then so it's like you have no idea and and then yeah. like I said that to somebody and they're like well I'm religious like I believe you go to heaven but then I'm like oh it just it hurts my brain because you, you have to look at it. it you yeah you have to look at it from like this standpoint of what actually happens you know what because, actually happens yeah oh it's just Oh, I get uh, so worked up. Sometimes I get, it's funny that you said like the only people that know are people that are, <laughs> have already passed because sometimes I literally get mad. I'm like, damn it, dad, you already know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, I want to know so bad. Like, I'm, I'm mad about it. I'm genuinely, it frustrates me to my core because I'm yeah. so curious. Yeah, actually. Also, like, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then that's like the tricky part because you're just, <laughs> but it's so, it's so, it's so weird. And it, this probably sounds so dark on so many levels like this conversation, but no, it, it honestly, it just blows my mind that it's just like, who actually knows? Because, no one. oh my God, like I have this conversation, honestly, like with like Tess and I have this conversation all the time about yeah. what happens after you die. Cause I'm always like, I'm such a big believer that there's like so much more going on than we oh my God. than anybody ever thinks about. And so I'm just like, I, I truly believe it's kind of like 
this could just be such a, a realistic prolonged video game, you know, and it sounds so crazy. <laughs> and I hate, I hate saying it because I'm like, wow, I'm that, I'm that guy. But then I'm also just like, it just, it all kind of adds up. And I'm like, what happens if we just die? And all of a sudden I just like wake up and I'm just there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that was cool. Yeah. Like that was insane. And then, I'm but like, do that again. yeah, but it's just kind of like, why, why wouldn't it be a possibility for that? You know, you like it just, no idea. you have no idea. I and know. that's, that's what really boggles me. And because, yeah. oh my gosh, another thing is I always look at the mountains. <laughs> looking at so right crazy. Now. Yeah. I always look at the mountains because from a distance, obviously they just look fake to me. And I'm like, these look so fake. You know what? And I then, test told me this. Yeah. And then as I, <laughs> as I approach them, um, they become more real. Right. And it's the same <laughs> as a video. If you're in a video game, you yeah. look at things from a distance and it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, it's a blur. It's kind of like a figure and you know what it is, but it's just kind of like, obviously you don't have like the pixels to create it. And then as you approach it, it obviously becomes like more realistic. So yeah. I'm like, man, like it all adds up. Like I'm, I'm not going to say it, but it all adds up. Like it is just, out. yeah, but it's just, I'm just so blown away by all of it. And then even when you like, you sit here and you have these conversations and you're just like, who knows? Like, I don't, I don't, like, it's just, it all is just so insane to me. You have no idea. I know I did a, I did a hypnotherapy session yesterday. And afterwards, it was like one of my friends, he just finished his schooling um, for, I don't know if you've ever heard of RTT, but it's rapid transformational therapy and it's a form okay. of hypnotherapy. And so he did a session on me and afterwards we like finished the session and he's like would you like a peach and I was like oh yes please and he was like okay we'll just go pick them off the tree and we walked into his garden and he actually had like a full peach tree which I don't know after coming out of hypnotherapy that literally had me feeling like I just did a DMT trip and him <laughs> just like picking me a peach off a tree I looked at him and I was like I feel like we're still in the matrix and he was like he was like you're still inside and for the rest of the day I was like this is actually just tripping me out. I don't know why this peach felt like it wasn't even real, but it felt like I was in a movie for the rest of the day. I was like, I don't think, I think I'm about to wake up or something's about to break here. This feels off. Very weird feeling. That's so weird. Yeah. That's like so cool though. It was really cool. It was it, really cool. I recommend trying it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think um, even just like you kind of said, where there's so many times that you you might feel like you're out of body and you oh. almost like and you feel like you're like th this happens to me a lot where I feel like I'm I'm just in this just totally different place and I yep. almost like feel like I just kind of fall through my body a little bit and I'm like what is going on yeah and then all of a sudden and then I just kind of like calm myself and I get back to normal I guess but I'm it's just like those little things it always they always make me think and I'm just like what else what is going like what else is happening in this world right now and I'm just like nobody else is really thinking about this like how do other people like obviously there is certain people like yourself that do but around me like do you ever feel this like you almost feel 
isolated to some degree because you're like yes I'm thinking about all this stuff but like, I don't think all these other people are <laughs> like, these people are just going to work hey yeah <laughs> it's just I a do, regular day for you I'm I just don't I don't, <laughs> I don't get it I do not understand how that happens like how no. people even like my own parents my like 90 percent of people that I know like they just they just like go to work and then they they come home and they just do like hobbies <laughs> but I'm like do you so not much. like think about what else like it like it's just it's... no and like and then people that's the part I hate is that people are always like Kimberly you think way too much about these concepts like you're just making yourself anxious and I'm like it's not even that though it looks so meaningless to me that there's people out there that literally just believe that you work and then when you die nothing happens I'm like how are you still alive then? Like, yeah. what's your driving force? Because that would not keep me motivated. I'm like, this stuff does keep me happy in a sense. Yeah. But I just overthink the concepts to such an extreme degree that, yeah, I look around and I'm like, no one else is worried about this <laughs> yeah. thing. Because right? <laughs> it's overwhelming at times. No, exactly. And or even like, have you ever, oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. I was going to say the other weird thing that I'm like, do other people not notice this? because I find this only happens with other like quite spiritual people. Me and my friend were just having this conversation as well. When you are literally thinking about somebody and they message you the exact thing that you were thinking, because that only happens to me with my really spiritual friends. But I almost went to call my buddy the other day and I was like, Oh, I really want to call him because I need somebody to talk to. And then I just decided to, for what, not to, for whatever reason. And he messaged me instantly and was like, are you okay? And I was like, dude, I, I put that out to you and you just, you just, you received it. That was weird. And just like little tiny things like that, that I'm like, no, there's something weird going on here. I have these happens. moments way too often. Happens all the time. It's all bizarre. the time. I, 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 I'm always like, I, I always just say, I'm like, I manifested it. <laughs> like that's yeah. what I always say. I'm just like, okay. So like there's, there's one time it was so funny. I was, uh, honestly, I think I was flustered to some degree. And I was just like, Oh my God, I just, I'm going to send this person. Or I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to send a text to this person. Or I want to like send off this, this email or do something like that. And then I was like, no, do you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to go like work out right now and do something for myself. And then as soon as I finish that, I'm going to look at my phone and I, it's going to be there for me. Like they're going to reach out to me literally when did it happened and I was like I told you like it's like those aha moments where you're like I told you like that's all you have to do like you just have to put it out into the world and it happens you gotta ask for it it's so bizarre even the house that I live at now I because I was living in um Victoria and when I decided to move back to my hometown I was like I have to have a house that's like slightly outside of town. I want it to be surrounded by nature and it has to let me have my dog, which is like impossible to find on your own in the price range, especially on Vancouver Island. Like Mm -hmm. I did not think that it was going to happen, but I kept saying that over and over. I kid you not. Somebody reaches out to me and they were like, I have this house. It's right on the beach. Super bright. The landlord doesn't care to meet your dog. And I was and it's slightly outside of town, the exact area that I had asked for, like to the street almost. And I was like, this is so bizarre. And in my price range for living on your own, which is just 
unheard of in general and I was like I literally just manifested an entire fucking house like (laughs) is this real life I don't think so exactly no it's it's insane and honestly like manifestation I just it's something that this I think there's there is a big misconception behind manifestation though and I think people people assume that you can just write down your goals or write down what you want or say it out loud and then just like never do anything about it and it's I think that's where there's a bit of a misconception because obviously it's kind of like or what's been proven in my life anyways is that there's always there's always almost like a series of events or a series of steps Mm -hmm. and hard work that I put in that create it and it's like I'm still gifted these things but it's through action that I've taken on like towards my goals. And I think yeah. that's, that's something too. Cause like, obviously you didn't just say, okay, I want, I want this house. And no. then you just like, sat back and you're like, well, hopefully <laughs> it works. Like, I'm sure you are still like working, still doing different things to make that happen. And that's yeah, what I, was anyway. I think you have to like set the boundaries and make the difficult choices that show that you are deserving of those things. Because at the time I was living with my now ex, but we were living together and mm-hmm. I, despite us staying together at at the time, this is getting to be confusing. (laughs) We're not together anymore. A little bit. And I was moving out of our house to move three hours away. And I was like, I have to do this for me. I cannot live in the city. I'm not a city person. It is making me so severely depressed. I got to leave there. And then that's when I was saying, I was like, I have to, like, this is the house I want. I have this exact image in my head of exactly what I want. And I had to make the really difficult choice and say like, you know what, it doesn't make sense to most people to move backwards with your partner and move mm-hmm. out from living together. But I have to do this for me. And then you start getting, you start getting the gifts. And I was instantly happier because I think you have to, well, no, you do have to act very abundant with mm-hmm. what you have already in order to manifest the things that you want to receive. And so by the time I made the decision, then I was like, everything's good again. And I started to be happy again, but I was still setting the boundaries and making the difficult choices. And then it fell into my lap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's honestly an interesting thing that you just said is um, obviously like setting boundaries and making difficult decisions. I Mm -hmm. think that's something that gets neglected so much is that when you're on even just like a a self-discovery journey or your your life journey in general, I think where people get misconstrued is that it doesn't just like the hard work is great. The the manifesting is great, but there also comes um, like when it comes down to it, it's like forms of investments, which is honestly just being able to say no, being able to to make choices for yourself, being able to do (laughs) all of these things for yourself and obviously devote your time and effort to yourself yeah and and that's again where mm-hmm. it's kind of like how can you how can you expect to a- achieve all these goals that you have or have all these great things in life that you want if you're not really like altering your life for yourself if that yeah. makes sense <laughs> no yeah. totally I feel like I was always somebody that was so 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 bad for setting boundaries or saying no like I was just yeah, I was horrible with it. And I was somebody that jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship. And this is the first time in my life that I've ever been like, nope, (laughs) this is what I want. This is what I need. If that person is not there yet, 
then I'm allowed to say no and I'm allowed to walk away because Mm -hmm. you don't have to like mold everything into your life and work around it all you get to just be like hey this is my life I create it what fits Mm -hmm. into it is what I choose instead of just saying yes to everything and making it all work do you find that you've attracted like-minded people into your life since doing all of this yes actually I mean not many (laughs) 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 but yeah like um I ended up meeting somebody who's like my very best friend now we were always from the same town but I we never talked or anything and it was some I don't even remember what gave us the initial conversation but within like three sentences we were just like I'm going through a spiritual awakening no way me too and we realized that we both were and we have talked every single day since like I I ended up deleting most social media but I think our snapchat streak was at like almost 200 days and this wasn't even like intentional this was literally that every single day we were talking about the universe for like 200 (laughs) days straight and then I was really fortunate to meet another person who lives relatively close um and he's been somebody that he's so much more advanced than me that I'm like yes you're somebody that I get to talk to but you like you're you're further ahead than me which is nice to have it's not like we're going through this together I'm like I look to you for advancements and to understand Mm -hmm. further and for you to correct me and my mindset so that's been really fortunate and then like Tessa was a super positive person that Mm -hmm. came into my life yeah I definitely think that I've started to attract the type of people that I need for this point in my journey yeah no, that's, that's so cool. I mean, that's, I think that's one of the things that again, kind of gets left out of the, the whole mm-hmm. picture. Like when people, cause I, I, I know so many people that are like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to, to work on myself. I'd love to do this for myself, but I just don't want to like miss out and I don't want to lose all my friends. And mm-hmm. I just think it's such a twisted way to look at it. And I mean, like most people do look at it that way though. Like, yeah, just like, ah, well, you know, I, I'd love to, but uh, I just can't miss, can't miss the nights out. Can't, can't, yep. all my friends are going to kind of push me out of the group. And I just think that's where you have to, it's like one of those realizations again, where it's kind of like, what type of people do you actually want in your life? You know? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. like the big thing. And I just, it, it's so crazy that so many people honestly just continue on doing what they're doing and and never take any form of advancement in their life no I know I'm like you're not obsessed with this (laughs) my hobby is self-improvement it's all I think about from morning to night I'm like how do I be a better person and that is not to say that I am an excellent person I make error after error but I reflect on it all so heavily that Mm. it is baffling to me that people a don't reflect on the things that they've already done or b don't look so far in the future that they're like setting themselves up for it. I'm like, you just, you just go about and just kind of do what you're doing yeah. on the day to day and live for the weekend. Like crazy. Yeah, I know. They, they do also kind of look happy in their own form. Yeah. Their own, <laughs> some, their own to way. some degree. <laughs> yeah, to some no, degree. I, no, I, I mean, I totally agree. Like I, I hate even I've been a massive culprit of this, like looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to Friday, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I just, Easy. that's just not the way in my brain anyway, this is how my brain works, not judging people that think otherwise, because like, if you're truly happy and looking forward to the weekend is what truly makes you happy and your life is great, then absolutely like to eat your own. 
But in my life and who I am as a person, I do not look forward to the, to looking forward to the weekend. Like that is my, that's my least favorite trait about myself ever. I love, I love when it's like, okay, it's Monday. Hell yeah. I get to do exactly what I want to do. Oh, it's, it's a Wednesday. Perfect. I can't wait to work on this all day. Or if it's a Sunday, I'm not looking to sleep in all day. I'm looking just to like, go do exactly what I want to do. And I just think that every single day should be a day where you truly enjoy it and you, Mm -hmm. you feel fulfilled to some degree, or you get to make an improvement in your life. And it obviously is like the, the 1% rule. And it's like, you're always getting 1% better. You're doing um, one thing that makes you happy every single day. And yeah, there's just so many, oh, it's just, it's just blows my mind how some people think. And I, again, I feel like such a judgmental person when I say that, but I just do think that so many people neglect their own happiness to fulfill other people's happiness or other people's standards. Yeah. I know. Cause I think that people think, and maybe I'm making my own judgment, but I imagine that other people would assume that individuals such as ourselves overthink and make life too Mm -hmm. serious. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, you got it backwards. (laughs) This is, this is living. Like I, Mm -hmm. I would have never woken up in the morning before and genuinely enjoyed my cup of coffee to the point that I looked at it with gratitude and was like, wow, not everyone is fortunate enough to sit on their couch and enjoy a hot cup of coffee with a blanket. This is such a beautiful experience. It's like, I see beauty in so many little areas of life now that waking up and having my coffee, like that's me starting my day on such a happy note and sitting down with my journal is like my favorite part of my day. And it's, I just don't drag my feet around going to work anymore or like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's taken so much negativity out of my life that I cannot believe how transformational it's been. And I want that for everyone. And I know you can't push it on anyone. Because they're going to have like their own time in their life where they realize that they're not happy with the way that they're living. But you just want to be like, man, it can be so much better. Like just start speaking positively to yourself and start looking for the little things. And you want to motivate them so badly to just be so happy because you want everyone to experience it too and share it because it is a beautiful experience Mm -hmm. while also being extremely challenging and isolated. I nailed it with that one I I always I always even just say like I'm I'm so fortunate to have the mindset that I have nowadays and to Mm -hmm. obviously embrace life in the ways that I do but another thing that a lot of people don't understand is like yes like I'm so happy with the life that I have and I'm so happy with the life that I've created but there's also the other side of it where it's like a constant battle. Like, and that's, that's something that is, um, I think for a lot of people that are, um, on the higher level of thinking where it's like, I am going to analyze all of my situations. So today, and like, I notice this a lot when I have conversations with people and in, in relationships and I get to sit there and formally have a conversation, or if something happens, I get to react. And I think that's like, that is honestly one of the most beautiful things is when you get to for, like, when you get to react to a situation, because yeah. I'm somebody who, when I react, I get to rethink about the ways that I acted. 
Yeah. And because like, again, we're not perfect. Like I know for a fact, if I screw up and I'm the first one to admit it, and I'm the first one to say like, wow, really should not have (laughs) acted that way. And then I retry. And, and like, that's the thing is I, I think in, especially in like real, like relationships, like with a spouse, I think that's one of the, the toughest things is that people are so it's, it's kind of like, I have my ways, you have your ways and I'm going to react this way. And if you don't agree with me, then this, and it's just so much clashing yeah. when in reality, it's like, if you react in a poor way and you have a fight, like, it doesn't mean that you have to like go your separate ways and you have to no. break up. And I think that's where for such a greater part of my life, I was, I was in this part where I was like, yeah, you know what? Like things just, they don't work out because <laughs> this person acts that way. And I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm just confident in how I feel. But yep. in reality, like there's, when you start to obviously think on that higher level and you start to dissect your own conversations, you start to realize like where you might've messed up mm-hmm. or like even more so how the other person would actually feel in like, or you put yourself in that person's shoes. And it's like, how would they feel if I acted in that exact same way? And that's been just such a big game changer for myself because I get to, I get to like, look at how I react in certain situations. I, I break things down and I, I don't know if it was, um, do you know who like, uh, is it Tim, Tom, Tom Billio or Bill, I don't, Billy, Billio. Okay. So he, um, I, I'm pretty sure it's him or it's, um, something Bouchard. What's his name? Tim Bouchard. I don't know. <laughs> like this Tim, Tom, I, I have no idea. But it's <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. One of them, but, or no, it's like Brent. I have no idea. Actually, I'm not going to say it, but yeah. anyways, one of the two of them basically said that like everything that goes wrong in your life or anything bad that happens in your life is your fault. And, and this is just like a way to look at things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's obviously like there's outside factors that, that play a role in it. But for instance, it's, uh, it's how it's kind of transitioned into my own life is like, okay, if, if something happens, I'm going to give an actual real life example. So for the other day, the other day I was, I was late and it ended up making, um, <laughs> we'll actually use a real example here. So the other day I was late for going to test his house and <laughs> She got, yeah, it was just, it was, uh, yeah, she was, she was mad because I, I said I was going to leave like an hour early and it just wasn't like the best experience and that's okay. Like, it's just like, that's, that's relationships, you know, like that's how they go. And, um, I think in most situations and for a lot of people, if something was to happen and like kind of blow up on each other or like something happens and you're kind of having that clashing situation, like you never really analyze it deeper like there's never like a deeper meaning but it was funny because once we talked about it I was just like shit this whole entire thing was my fault because like I felt in that moment I felt neglected because I was like I show up she wasn't thrilled that I was there because I like showed up like it was quite late and I was like (laughs) it was basically just like fall asleep and I was I was like oh my god but it was uh like showing up that late I was just like, oh, like I thought she'd just be excited because I'm here, you know, like yeah. it, was, it was, that was my thought process. And then once we like reanalyzed it, 
was like, yeah, all my fault. Like the whole entire thing to take full blame for it because I said I was going to leave it this time. I, I made a commitment to leaving it this time. Yeah. I was late and it doesn't matter what happened in my life. Regardless, I was still late, which then obviously led to frustration from her end, which then led to frustration from my end. And then it made like the clash happen. But I was like, I can take all of this back. And it's funny because I even dug deeper than that. I was like, not, I was like, why was I actually late in the first place? And then I was like, oh, well, it's because I was doing this and this. And I was like, I told myself that I was going to get up earlier this like that morning to do that. And I was like, I didn't, I skipped that because I was tired. So I was like, I moved it to later in the day, which then moved my whole entire schedule, which then led to this event. And I was like, I've uncovered it all. And that's like, (laughs) that's literally how it works. And it's so funny when you can break things down like that. And that's why the person, whoever it was, Tim, Tom, whoever, whoever did it, when he said like everything that like anything bad that happens in your life, like you can always point it back at yourself and it's always your fault. So if you devote yourself to working on yourself all the time and obviously being like held accountable and holding yourself accountable and being disciplined, Mm -hmm. then it's just kind of like, man, like you're going to obviously have a more successful life and a better life and obviously have better relationships and, and yeah you're just overall going to be happier because you're holding yourself to all of these things that you set out to do. And obviously on time is a big one, but it's just (laughs) one of those things. And yeah, it was just obviously funny little, funny little story. That's uh, it's funny, like dissecting. And it's funny to hear your thought process because I'm equally like dissect things to this extent. And just to the point, like last night I'm journaling out all the ways that I like screwed up in a relationship from like three years ago like one that I don't even I I don't want it back I don't need it I just was like hey have you ever thought that maybe you were part of the problem because you didn't acknowledge that at the time because I was so Mm -hmm. delayed in my own journey that I was just like well this person was like this and this and that's why I would never be with another person that's like that and then I was reading the book attached which is about the uh, attachment st- theories and styles and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever read it, but I was reading that and I was like, wow, I have so much more insight into why this person was the way that they were. And like, n- no wonder we failed was because <laughs> I was not empathetic to how anxious they were at all. I would just like cave and do anything to make sure they were happy and then just be super resentful about it because I was like, well, I'm a secure, like now looking back, I'm like, I'm a super sec- secure person in relationships in the sense that like I don't think anyone's going out and cheating on me I'm not worried about them getting bored like Mm. I don't have those types of thoughts so being with somebody that was like that I was just like wow this person needs so much from me and I would give it all to them and then I would be mad about it and I was like oh my goodness you're the problem (laughs) it's like well maybe if you had just really sat down and like understood where they were coming from and you guys could have both set a baseline but I guess that's just growing up and that's adult relationships hopefully yeah. because <laughs> hopefully most people reflect at least a little bit yeah but probably not to the same extent same extent where you're sitting there reflecting on your relationships from like years ago exactly. sure you know the problem that you had in it yeah and it it even comes down to that um what it's like the the, the classic saying about how you know when people constantly repeat it's like oh like wow, that relationship that I was in was so toxic. Mm -hmm. Oh, that Mm -hmm. one was so toxic. 
And then it's just, it's like, <laughs> it's like a constant saying where it's like, oh, this person was so toxic. Oh my God. I only date toxic people. It's like, you're literally manifesting that into your own life yeah. when you say that. Bring and it then in. it's also like, you have to look at yourself too, because I always ask people, what right? role did you play? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a little like investigator. I'm like, hmm, how are you the problem? Yeah. <laughs> like maybe they, they were more so, but I want to know what you did. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, like I've, it's funny because like, I've asked myself this question so much from my past relationships and even just from like friendships that I've had. And I'm just like, and this is honestly, this is one of the, the big things that's always hung over me a little bit is um, because like I've, I've grown so much as a person that I've, it just kind of naturally happened that I filtered a lot of people out of my life. And it's not that yeah. I don't like those people. It's not that I, I don't yeah. um, have the time or I don't care for them. Like I, I still love all of those people, but I just don't necessarily hang out with them because mm -hmm. like I'm just at a different point in my life. Mm -hmm. And, but one of those, one of the problems that I've always had is I'm like, was I toxic? Like, was <laughs> I, you know, and it's, and then, so I always look back and I'm like, did I do something wrong? Like, and then I'm like, no, no, I, I worked hard on myself. I worked hard with everything that I'm doing, but then I'm always like, was that toxic? And, it, and it's just, and then it drives you crazy. <laughs> oh, the other day I Googled <laughs> It's funny that you bring this up because the other day I was literally Googling. I was like, would I know if I was a narcissist? Because I went down a rabbit hole of being like, maybe I'm just a freaking narcissist and I don't even know it. And I think that I'm better than other people. And I was like, would I know that I think that I'm better than other people? Or maybe I've just been lying to myself and I literally went down like this rabbit hole of thinking that I was the most confused person about who I am. So yeah, I definitely get like deciphering if you're like, the problem at all yeah you're toxic <laughs> no I I think that we I think that's something that's so interesting though is because like we both had these thoughts there's so many people that never will even like bat an eye at these thoughts mm -hmm. you know it's it's always like oh it's my way to the highway and they just they're so like they just are so oblivious or like the, very victims mentality exactly when I see a lot of yeah exactly yeah. and it it's, it's that's actually a huge one it's mm -hmm. so sad to, it to see people like that and because some people honestly they break themselves down so much and it's like oh yeah like I'm just I'm never I'm never gonna be happy I'm never gonna find happiness I'm just I'm not yeah. a or even classic saying like I'm not a lovable person yeah. and it's just like oh it's it's so sad because it and is. that's when people they they don't necessarily realize their potential or they haven't been shown their potential to some degree or opened yeah. up to their potential because it's like man like we all and it again super cliche but it's like we all have that that capability to just mm -hmm. do whatever we want starting right now yeah like and I, I always Isn't that it's crazy <laughs> so mind-blowing but I always use this with everyone that I talk to I'm just like it's like man, I could and it's so funny because I say this in the most random times ever and I'll just blurt it out loud. And I'm like, I could honestly just not give a shit, start right now and just go off to the airport and just start my whole life over. It and it wouldn't matter. matter. Like, I know. No. And when I, and this is the worst part is because when I think about this, I'm like, oh my God, like I could actually do that. Yeah. And then it's like, why? 
like and when I think about it too it's just like holy cow like I sometimes forget how much power I truly have in my own Mm -hmm. life and Mm -hmm. in life in general because it's like I seriously like I could just click end and then go to the airport and never come back you could literally change your name and just so easy like it's ridiculous every whatever you want it's so accessible that it's actually terrifying especially for somebody that is sporadic and spontaneous as I because I will just do something like that (laughs) honestly I would like and I wouldn't be it's but there's and this is the tough part too is because you know how we talk we talk about death it's like what happens after death it's also like what happens if I just did it like just went up and did like like zero connection like just like said okay my my phone my phone can just stay here and I'm just gonna go (laughs) nobody know like yeah like I'd call home every once in a while but other than that like I'm good yeah it's like you can just do that but that's I think that's where people get they're just like like I had this one person comment on one of my videos it was just like I was like, you can achieve anything that you want. And like, I'm thinking in this very, like this deep, deep perspective, right? Like coming yeah. from just all these places. And this yeah. person's looking at it as like, probably me just saying, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like you can just, I don't know, like go buy a car, <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> something crazy. But um, they commented and they basically just said, I think I definitely, I made a video about it, but they were just like, I can't because I have, I have work to pay for like all Mm. my stuff or to live, to live the life. I can't just like travel and live the life that I want. Like I have to work. I was just like, I was like, this is what's wrong with people and with society in general is that we, we look at it as like, you have to do all these things when in reality, like you don't like, and that's, that's where people, it's like, there's, and this is why I always, always advocate traveling to people is because when you travel and you travel to third world countries, you yeah. see how, how little they live off of, but yeah. how much joy they can still have. And then you realize how much you already have and mm-hmm. how you can just go into a setting like that and have next to nothing and like still live a happy life. And it's just like, once you realize that, then and you realize your potential. We are here. Yeah. That's and we have so thing. much. We have so endless much. stuff and we're miserable. Like mm-hmm. we are so miserable about it. It's it oh yeah, that one gets me all the time where I'm just like, mm-hmm. nobody's enjoying this. Why are we making it the standard? Like nobody, I've never heard anyone be like, I am so happy that I spent the last 50 years as an accountant. God was that fulfilling. <laughs> like never have I ever heard that. Exactly. People are so not only afraid to do it themselves but also slightly judgmental when like I feel like I'm pretty fortunate for most people in my life but I am not somebody who will ever hold down a career like I I find no fulfillment and no joy at the thought of doing the same thing for more than two three years Mm -hmm. probably also will never buy a house because (laughs) no one's gonna ever approve your mortgage with that but I'm like I feel that a lot of people look at that as being a bad quality and Mm -hmm. I refuse to accept that because for so long that was my narrative was that I needed to figure out 
what I wanted to do and what I was going to do forever. And now I'm just like, no, I just roll with the punches. I, yeah, like you said, I could literally take off on a plane tomorrow. Other than my mm-hmm. dog, that's a bit of a barrier, but yeah, <laughs> I, it's like, I could do whatever. And right now I work on a farm and my education's in mental health and come mm-hmm. fall, I think I might homeschool children. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm literally just figuring it out month to month. Mm-hmm. And I made a video similar to that saying, that I'm going to stop working against myself and I'm going to start working like with those transitions that I constantly have. And somebody, so many people, that was one of my first videos that went really viral. And so many people commented the same thing saying like, well, what are you going to do? Like, I have to pay my bills. And I was Mm -hmm. like, so do I, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'll figure it out as I go. Cause you can pretty much get yourself out of any sticky situation. So if there's a few months where I'm hurting and I'm eating rice for dinner, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I think I'll, I'll still be fine. It sounds a lot better to me than six years of education and then hating my job for the next 40 mm-hmm. personally. But some people love that. Some people yeah. do genuinely Absolutely. love stability. Yeah. And I think, again, it's just everyone has different likes and tastes and, and passions. Yeah. You and, just have to know goals. you can. Exactly. And that's that's the big thing, I think, for a lot of people. And honestly, that was that was one of the that was honestly probably my biggest pivoting moment um, was when I realized that I could and um, I chose to like, just go travel. And that was, I I quit what everyone else wanted me to do. So like I was playing hockey before. And so I quit that. um, And every, Oh my God, everyone was so mad. And just Mm -hmm. like, why would you not finish it out? And this is why it's hilarious is because I remember my parents even were just like, finish out the season. As soon as you're done that, then go travel. Like, but just finish it out. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to leave right now and I'm going to go travel and it's going to yeah. be great. And it was just something that was so absurd to do, but it was the best thing because if I would have waited, I would never have gone. And right now I would not be sitting here with all those memories and experiences that I had yeah. because COVID I had to come back because of COVID. And I wouldn't even have left yet by that point. And I guarantee you, I would not be there right now or I would not have gone yet. It is one of those things where it's like, you are not promised tomorrow. Like Mm -hmm. why wait? Yeah. Really, really think about it. Like, what are you waiting for? Exactly. I, I, when I decided to move away because I needed a runaway year, I think I moved within I can't even remember how many months I was just like I'm gonna move to Italy I'm moving to the Alps of Italy to a little tiny town and it has 2,000 people and I'm out thanks that is so cool what was that experience like oh my goodness it was unreal it's one of those things that I kind of wish I could be doing like I wish it was at the point in my journey that I'm at now because I feel like I could have used the time a lot more valuably is that a word valuably (laughs) more valuable (laughs) yes something something like that um because at the time I feel like that was the beginning of my world starting to kind of calm out and when I got there I was super super anxious actually like I loved my experience and I wouldn't take it back for anything and I don't want to deem it as like a negative thing at all but I think that's when I really realized that I struggled severely with anxiety I was having like really bad panic attacks I had really bad fear of missing out I was constantly looking at what my friends were doing and I wish that I could do that now that I'm a bit more separated from Mm -hmm. everything and would use that time 
a lot nicer, but I needed to go there in order to like start the next chapter of my life, I think. Mm -hmm. But it was so cool. I worked for the best family ever. I was nannying. They gave me my own apartment. I was right in the Alps, like literally how you were saying that mountains look far away. And as you get closer, this was like in the mountains and whatever mountain you looked at, you could just walk up. You could just spend the next five hours just walking straight up it and you could just see everything. And there was like little restaurants in the mountains where the farmers sold whatever they like had that day. It was, it was so surreal. I can't even, it doesn't even feel like it was real to me. I'm just like, how did that happen for, to me? Like I just, I just moved to a little tiny village and it was crazy. That is insane. That's so cool though. Like that's, it was, that's something yeah. that you, you talk about. That's the memory that you have. And that's yeah. definitely one of those moments where you just have no form of regret. No. And I, like, I blew so much money when I went there. I was somebody that spent my whole life saving. I was like, I want to own a house by 25. That's not happening since I'm 25 in like five months. But I was somebody that like, I thought so much about wanting to own a house. And then when I went there, I was like, fuck it. I'm just, I'm going to do whatever I want. I ended up spending so much money every single weekend. I would fly to a different country and it wasn't like I was living like any sort of luxury. I was Mm -hmm. staying in little Airbnbs and eating cheap and stuff, but I was just like, don't worry about it because whatever you spend here, you can always make back when you get home. I didn't want to be there and be like, oh, I'm going to miss this and this because I need to like not be stupid with my money. I was like, nope, just go there and do whatever the heck you want to do (laughs) because this is one year of your life and you can get it all back. Exactly. Honestly, that's, yeah, no, that's awesome. I just, I think that because like I see so many times and so many videos, honestly, where people are like, yeah, you know, these people they have the concept of like you can do anything and you can go and do whatever you want and then they spend Mm -hmm. all their money and then then what and it's like (laughs) no like you don't fully grasp it like the people are what they're thinking is that you're just going out and you're you're just like living luxurious for yeah a weekend or or you're doing that and it's like no there's so much more to it like you're you're truly trying to to build this life where it's just experience after experience after experience, yeah. because that's what life is about. Like when, again, like so many cliches in this, but it's like at the end of your life, if you're fortunate enough to be able to reflect on it, then mm-hmm. you don't want to say like, oh, I, I regret not doing that. I regret not doing this. It's just like, I can't believe that I did all of this stuff. That's way more than I ever would have thought or anticipated mm-hmm. on doing And it's just obviously throughout your life, you just start to add these things. And obviously when you start to think from a higher level, you start to create more of these opportunities and you start to add more things to your list and you start to realize more. And I think that's one of the biggest things is realizing like money, money is, money is great in the sense that it provides freedom, but it's also the stupidest fucking thing in the world. And I'm real to me. And I'm putting like so much emphasis on this because like I was somebody who once like chased money so hard and I loved making it, loved everything about it. And then I just realized there was like, and I'm not saying like I was millionaire, like anything like that. So I can't speak on that, but I will say that with the amount that I did have, I did not 
find any for, form of satisfaction. I just be like, oh no. yeah, that's cool. Like, wow, my bank account's really growing. And I'd be like, what does that mean though? Like, yeah, I'm not putting it to use. It's just sitting there. Yeah. So, and then I'd, I'd be, I just can't remember. I'd be like, oh yeah, let's chase this number. Oh, okay, let's chase that number, that number. And then like, yeah. once you hit it, it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, well, cool now what <laughs> like Great. what do you do now and then <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and it's just there's nothing else to it and now when I look at it I'm like okay yeah like I can actually use this money that I have to to do this or do that or create this create that and once I really stepped outside of of like okay I have to go to school I have to to get mm-hmm. this job or I have to tie myself down to this or I have to be looking out for my future every single step of the way. It's like, if I just look out for what I truly want to do, then that's what matters. And once you can see that like right now is all that truly actually matters and knowing and acknowledging that, like, all I know is that I have right now and then everything else that follows is a gift. But like, I literally wrote it down. I've got to look for this. Oh, I wrote down a quote the other day and it was um it was pretty it was pretty fun i was like damn you kind of went pretty deep with that one <laughs> but it was uh <laughs> you love that oh yeah it was something like oh it was about wishful thinking so people like we're always basically taught to like not be wishful thinkers yeah. and because you got to like work for your work for your stuff and and uh like don't be don't be like wishing that things will happen in the future and and wishing that like all these dreams will come true and everything like that. And, but, and it's like always all these people that are saying like, you have time, like you always have time, but I'm just like, that's the biggest form of wishful thinking that there ever is like to mankind. Like if you're, if you're constantly thinking that you have all of this time, then you're going to prolong these experiences. Mm -hmm. You're going to put things off and, and like, I, I resonate and I appreciate so many of these like motivational speakers. And the biggest one that I'm going to use right now is Gary V like mm-hmm. great man has so much wisdom, such a smart guy, obviously very successful, but his big thing is it's obviously it's always like, it's never too late and you have so much time and he puts emphasis, like emphasis on that. And it's like, yes, 100%. Like it'd be great to have that much time, but at the same time, you don't, you don't know. know. You have you don't no know. idea. So like, why would you be hoping and wishing yeah. that you're going to live until you're 80? Yeah. You can't be saying, okay, yeah, well, I got the next 60 years of my life yeah. to make sure that I do it. And that make sure that I accomplish this because it's like, for all I know, like I got the next, I got the next 10 hours. Like, yeah, I have no idea. So no. like, I'm going to make the most of that next 10 hours or I have the next 60 minutes. Like, and that's the part that is, I think people really have to try and grasp is like, man, you are, you have no idea what's going to no. happen. And like, it's, and even again, it's like, I could right now on this call, like something could happen in my body and I'm done. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm gone. Like, and that's just, just like, like lucky me because I get to figure out what happens next. But like, <laughs> honestly, I, I would be so mad if I just watched you go I'd be like he has the answer you know you just you don't nobody gets called nothing happens just I wonder I wonder what he's thinking right now I wonder what I wonder where he's at (laughs) I 
give me a sign yeah literally but it is it is so true I feel like a way that I I constantly try and check in with myself is thinking from the perspective of my 50 year old self mm-hmm. and like what they would want me to do or would they even care like I I went to graphic design school for like four months and then I was miserable it was like the hardest thing on my ADHD ever to be mm-hmm. doing online schooling I also don't have any idea why I thought that going into a computer program was my type of thing because I literally went into this program and I didn't even know the shortcut for copy and paste on a keyboard (laughs) and I just threw myself into like coding classes I was having a horrible time and I wanted to drop out so bad and I was so scared of what everyone would say and what they would think because it was like my second diploma and I changed my mind all the time and I had told everyone this is it this is the one I'm gonna do and I was so worried about it and then I was like is my 50 year old self gonna care that I dropped out of a program after three months when I was 23 probably not like I don't think this is gonna be one of those things that I look back on and I'm like really should have stuck it out kid (laughs) so I feel like a good way to like add on to what you were saying is to live life as if to check in with yourself by being your 50 year old self, but don't live mm-hmm. for your 50 year old self. Because if you are living to grow that, like solely to grow that retirement plan and start traveling once you're retired and have the biggest house once you're retired, it's like, yeah, you're not promised that. So what if you just wasted your whole life waiting to get to the end of your years and you don't reach the end of your years? That's so miserable. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds so sad. Yeah. And, and I know so many people doing it. I was just going to say the exact same thing. So like many. So many people. And, and I think, <laughs> honestly, and that's, and that's the hard part too is, and even they don't realize though, that they are no. miserable, you know? No. And, that, and that's the thing is, mm-hmm. but if you, if you are one of those people that is striving for Fridays, you're striving for the weekend, the weekend warrior, like <laughs> you, you honestly like I, I deem that as miserable. Like why, yeah. if you're just, oh, it's Monday again. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's freaking Monday. Like, let's <laughs> go. Monday. Like everyone's back in action. Like, honestly, I get excited for Mondays because that's when most like companies that I talk to or most people that I work with are like in the full swing of things, you yeah. know? And yeah, I'm like, right. yeah, we're, we're back to normal here. Mm-hmm. And the weekend is just, it's, one of those it's like I just that's why I hate how a lot of society is or even how it is made up like you look at it and it's like oh yeah we're closed on weekends and it's just yeah like every even the fact of calling it a weekend is obviously it just it ingrains it in everyone's mind that this mm-hmm. is like the, the rest time or this is where yeah. like you get a break from the weekdays and I just I don't know I just um like obviously weekend means like the end of the week, but it's, uh, <laughs> I just, I, it's just obviously how everyone looks at it. It's kind of like, Oh, it's, it's break time. Yeah. Like let's do yeah. things on the weekend. Cause like 90% of people aren't doing it during the week because, Oh, I work. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think that, uh, it is, it, it's really sad when a lot of people are miserable and they're just, yeah. Hi, I'm just going to stick Stop it out. It. Like I just, I want to stick it out because I, I just want to, I want to set myself up mm-hmm. and, 
I was there. I wanted to set myself up. And then I was yeah. like, okay, well, what if, what if I don't get there? And I, yeah. I remember like, I would tell people that concept too. I just be like, what if you don't get there? Mm-hmm. They'd be like, well, you can't plan for that. You can't plan that you're not going to get there. And it's like, well, you, yeah, like maybe like you have to anticipate that you are going to get there, but you also have to plan as if you're not going to get there. Like it's, it's yeah. obviously a tricky a tricky way life is life is just nuts but it is it's so like it just had honestly right now my mind is just like all over the map as we as we're speaking here because I'm like am I doing the things right like as I'm talking about this I, I'm starting really, to analyze my own life now we're on a farm should I really be doing yeah. minimum wage oh my gosh. for half the week and here I am being like live like me kids <laughs> <laughs> exactly maybe don't I'm not saying that I have it all figured out but I'm saying that I'm happy yeah but I also think so much of it is your mentality because I have so many like I know so many people that and oh my goodness okay first of all something about me is that I used to be and it's still something I try and correct myself on. I used to be the biggest complainer in the entire world. I just wanted something to say. So it would just be a complaint. And I, and I, when I started to acknowledge it and realize what I was doing, I started to be so disgusted in my own behavior. And I was like, why do I do that? And it would literally just be like me filling a conversation gap would be like, oh, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And it's like, what? You weren't even thinking about that. And you don't even care. You just like literally wanted something to say that somebody could empathize with you over. Mm -hmm. And when I got this job on the farm, I was like, I am going to tell everyone this is the best job I've ever had in my life. And I'm going to believe this is the best job I've ever had in my life. And I'm going to make it so fun because I knew that it was going to be like hard labor and -hmm. working out in the sun. And there was probably going to be days where working on a farm sounded like dog shit. But I was like, I'm going to go in with such a positive attitude. And so I have every single person that asked me about it. I'm like, I love it so much. I never want to stop. It's the best thing ever. And I talk about it so highly and it makes going to work every day so much better. And I can guarantee I could have made myself, obviously I could have made myself miserable doing this. I could be like, I don't want to work in 33 degrees, like picking strawberries and just (laughs) dying and sweating. And I could have made it such a terrible experience, but it's like, that's what people mean when they say you choose happiness Mm -hmm. it is what you say and it is how you perceive it and it is how you believe it and no I don't wake up every single day with a smile on my face excited to go work in 33 degrees and pick strawberries but I tell myself that I am because Mm -hmm. regardless I'm going to be outside in 33 degrees picking strawberries so I might as well just act like it's the best thing ever and that is like the definition of you choose your happiness I feel like thank you for my TED talk yeah (laughs) honestly (laughs) I I clearly had a lot of passion behind that yeah absolutely 100% (laughs) I used to be so miserable that happiness is like a pretty new concept to me that it is like Mm -hmm. I'm just seeing all of these things now and I see the way that I used to be and it's so bizarre like my sister said to me (laughs) she was like I remember the exact moment I noticed that you changed because I used to go into explosive, angry episodes if I lost anything. 
Like I was so triggered by losing things that I would just like start slamming doors. I made it everyone's problem. I was screaming like so ridiculous. It was like a little kid having a temper tantrum to the like to the age of 22. I have no idea why I was so bothered by it. But I guess one day, not even 22, I feel like it's still sometimes I have to like pull myself back down. <laughs> but I guess one day I lost my keys and my sister said that her whole body just like tensed up and she was like bracing herself for one of these episodes. And she said that when that used to happen, she used to want to just like give me her keys and give me her car because she was like, I just don't want to deal with Kimberly right now. And for whatever, whatever day this was, I was just like, it's okay. I'm sure they're going to turn up. And she was like, what? Like, that's never been your outlook. And I don't remember this situation, but she was literally telling me about it last week and was just like, that was the moment that I knew that you had been like working on yourself and you mm. actually were starting to see improvements. And I was like, oh, thank you for noticing because <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, it's kind of funny when, when it all, uh, when you start to see it or even more so when others start to see it, yes, I think that is clicking. Yeah. Because then obviously once you, even then, like once you acknowledge that others are starting to see it, Mm-hmm. then you can almost reflect back more and yeah. I, I think it I think it draws you into reflecting back more yeah and then you can be like oh I have an upcoming yeah. video about this so yeah. if you see it, I'm not copying the conversation I already filmed it <laughs> there you go no I, I yeah I wouldn't assume so when people start um, recognizing it it is very like mm-hmm. whoa I've come a long ways yeah um one thing that I do want to kind of ask you about though actually well I guess two things but uh (laughs) the one is um like you you briefly spoke about uh being like diagnosed with ADHD Mm -hmm. how has that impacted your life you know what's funny is I got diagnosed with ADHD when I was in high school and I didn't even really care I don't even think I knew what ADHD was I was just like oh no wonder I'm shit at school like makes sense now and I just thought that that's what it was I was like okay I'm hyper and I hate school. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like ADHD has taken like a huge, like it is a community now. It's crazy mm-hmm. um, how big it's gotten. But it wasn't until I started learning more through it becoming so known, I guess. I don't know. People are really starting to recognize it, I suppose. But it was when I went to college for graphic design that I was like, holy shit, I think so differently than everyone else. And it is so frustrating. And there were things that like, I can see throughout my whole life that really affected me. But when I was in school, it was like, I really, really like things that should take everyone one hour, take me like five hours, even cleaning my house. Oh my God, cleaning my house. I I kid you not takes me eight hours. And it's like, this could have been done in 40 minutes. I have no idea how I've now <laughs> ruined my whole day just trying to get my house clean. And it, in my brain, I'm like, I get how people get from point A to point B, but my brain just literally doesn't go from point A to point B. <laughs> like when I got my, when I went back on medication, I'm not on it anymore. But the last time I went on it, I said to my doctor, I was like, the best way I could explain to you is that my brain is like, connect the dots, except there's like no lines. I just have all the dots. So I like get everything and I understand it all, but I can't figure out how to like do it all fluently. 
So now that I'm not in school, I would say that it affects my life primarily through procrastination, something I'm working on and just being really messy, <laughs> really messy, definitely like jumping around. I have to have a lot of stimuli in my life. I'm mm -hmm. a very like spontaneous person and I get bored really easily. I'm like, no, things got to ramp up here. <laughs> like Entertainment, entertainment. Otherwise I, I just feel very, very flat, but I wouldn't say that it affects most of my life too badly as long as I'm not in school mm -hmm. and I'm not just doing the same thing for five days a week for three years. Yeah. But I also try and not, I used to make like a lot of content on it and really like engage with that community, mm -hmm. which I enjoyed at the time when I was really struggling, but I do try and step away from it now because I think it's easy to get in the habit of being like, oh, well, I do this because of my ADHD or I do this because I have ADHD or mm -hmm. that's okay. Like I just won't do this today or I know that I'm going to screw this up because I have ADHD. And I think that it's very easy to like take any diagnosis you have and like blanketed around yourself and I try to be cautious of that now because I used to do that really heavily with depression anxiety and ADHD and now I'm mm -hmm. like hmm, maybe just acknowledge that you're a messy person and acknowledge that you're a spontaneous person and it doesn't all have to be a correlation between something it can just kind of be a part of you mm -hmm. absolutely well I was even just gonna say like I've I've seemed to stumble into uh seeing all the videos about uh or even just kind of like the community that's formed around adhd and it is really i i think it's i think it's really cool to see just from like an outsider um yeah and somebody who hasn't been diagnosed with adhd just because obviously and then as a mental health advocate like i just um i just appreciate all the people that are becoming so open about it and talking about it and allowing everyone else to kind of see that because I think and it's with a lot of things in life but I think so many people are going through life and not necessarily knowing what they're struggling with not knowing why certain things are certain ways why um basically why we're all responding to certain situations in certain ways and I just, I think that we, I think we're basically all in a different, or we all think differently when it comes to um, basically our, our struggles and we don't necessarily always know exactly what's going on. And when we, th we think that we're fine, we think that we're, we're okay, we think that things are just going to pass, when in reality, there might be something that's totally different. And so that's why mm -hmm. I think it is so cool, like when people when people talk about, well, obviously even like on the podcast, when people really do dig deep into um, like all of these different um, struggles that they have or have been diagnosed with, it's cool for me to hear because I'm like, oh, I understand now. Mm -hmm. Like when people explain it and that's what's been so cool about the ADHD videos and when people are talking so openly about it and explaining and giving people insight into it, it's like, yeah. oh, I get it now. It's yeah. not just this, it's this, this, and this. Yeah. And so it, it's, it allows, I, I think it's probably allowed people to self-diagnose themselves. Like I literally, I get this. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that was even like a couple of weeks ago, I had a girl on 
she was actually from TikTok as well, but I had a girl on and she, she talked a lot about um, like her anxiety and basically the extent of her anxiety and, and what it truly meant to um, like to suffer from the form of anxiety. And I was just like, I, I get it. Like I, I, I totally, totally get it. Mm-hmm. And she was just saying things and I was like, that's me. Like every, yeah. every last part. And that was because like, I've had a lot of people on and it's kind of, and a lot of people talk they're like, yeah, I just wanted to know like what was wrong with me. And once I figured out what was wrong with me, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And when people would say that, I was like, I don't understand. What the hell do you mean? Like, what are you, yeah. that's just, that's not a thing, you know, like, and I would kind of <laughs> yeah. say that. And I was like, have I experienced that before? But then when she was talking and I was like realizing what was actually happening with me, I was like, I get it. Like I literally, I get this feeling. I got it. Like I figured it out. And it is really cool though, just to, to see the communities that get built around all form of mental health struggles, but even like, um, ADHD, it's, it's really neat to see. Yeah. ADHD has been huge. And there is a lot of things that I like I would have had no idea that they were traits like I know that I kind of separated it by saying like okay well can we just refer to ourselves as spontaneous or as messy but like that is me just trying to separate it so that I for my own well-being whereas I think some people myself included a while ago definitely need need to or needed to um understand that like that is where it comes from right down to like how I said that I used to have these emotional outbursts when I lose things. It's like, mm-hmm. then I saw a whole community of people being like, yeah, my emotional regulation is so poor that things like that are so triggering for me. And I'm like, Oh, other people do that too. And that is something that is very heavily acknowledged as an ADHD symptom. Mm-hmm. But what I want to add is that that does not mean that you have to get stuck in those symptoms and that you can overcome them. And that, no, you can't get rid of, like, you can't get rid of ADHD. No but it doesn't mean that you have to be so stuck in that symptom and to not identify too heavily with it to the point that you believe that it is so inherently a part of you that you cannot change that behavior. Yeah. If it affects your life. Exactly. Like almost even just getting yourself set in it. It's like, Oh, okay. I understand why this is happening. So that's just how it is. You know, like that's obviously it's kind of like, okay, this is happening. So I'm going to, it's the same as everything. I think. Um, but it's kind of like, okay, this is happening. I'm going to try and fix it or try and cope with it, try and figure out a way to handle it as opposed to, like you said, just kind of, it's almost like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know the analogy that I'm thinking about in my head. Like it's on the tip of my tongue, but there's this analogy and it's basically just, I I can't even think, I think it's from a movie or something. I don't no idea. Now I feel like an idiot because I'm like, (laughs) I, I know what, like, I can see it in my own brain, but I don't know how to explain it, that. how to say it. But basically, it's just um, the fact of just like, no, like, nobody can tell you otherwise. It's just like, oh, no, I have this. So like, your opinions don't matter. Your help doesn't matter. Like, this is how I'm going to be stuck forever. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not the, the case, no. you know, yeah. and, and like you said, it's not something that necessarily goes away. But I think there is obviously certain things that you can learn to to cope with or learn to deal with or learn to overcome. And and sometimes it's just a time orientated thing. And um, I mean, again, maybe it even comes down to that higher level of thinking. And it's like once you start to analyze and reanalyze and 
you go, okay, well, I've learned this. And then it's obviously you grow. And I don't know, I think there's always so many things to uncover and discover uh, through life and through your own journey and through all forms of different disordered diseases and struggles. And it's just, um, it's insane. It is. It's every time you get to like a little milestone, you're like, oh, cool. And you're like, wow, that has like five other things to unpack. Literally. Here and think about all these things. Yeah. And that was, if anyone read my journal, they'd be like, this girl changes her mind on why she thinks so. She is the way she is every single day. And it's like, cause every day I wake up with a new epiphany. hundred percent. Honestly, like on Instagram, I've been doing, um, I just like just started it, but basically what I wanted to do was just like show authenticity through, through my, basically through my own uh, social media, specifically Instagram and Instagram has been deemed as like the 1%. And it's the 1% of people's lives and it's the best percent of people's lives. And that's what everyone wants to show. They want to show the happiness. They want to show the best picture they can possibly show. A lot of people aren't necessarily sharing their flaws. And Mm -hmm. if they are, it's not really in its like full extent or it's not um, like, like it's just a lot of it's kind of like watered down. And my, my whole concept is just to be like the most authentic version of yourself And so like what I've started doing is every single day I'm posting exactly how I feel. And like, I've just been listing, like, I've been listing like three, three or four, um, traits that I like categorize under in that day. And it's, it's hilarious. Like, this is the funniest (laughs) thing ever for myself because (laughs) I write it and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, like I'm happy. Like, I'm honestly like, I'm good. Like I'm in a solid split. Like I'm in, in such a great place mentally. And have such a great mindset and I feel like I'm absolutely thriving. Yeah. And yes, I write that I am depressed. I have like, I am anxious. I sometimes yeah. I feel amazed. Like sometimes I feel grateful. Sometimes I'm fearful. Like I have all these different traits and it's hilarious because people look at that and they're like, this guy is like, he's got something <laughs> going on, you know, but it's so <laughs> far from the truth. It's just like, I'm saying what 99.9% of other people aren't saying. Like, I'm just trying to like my whole thing behind it is that I'm just proving like I'm doing all these things in my life Yeah. and I'm, I'm living like a great life. I'm doing all the things that I want to do, but these are still ways that I feel. And it's like, I'll write about how I feel depressed or I feel like I'm um, scared or something like that. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm scared to for the future i'm scared to see where i'm gonna go i'm scared um or like i feel frustrated because i work so hard and yet it feels like you get no reward and it's just like i I write all of these things and i allow people to see inside my brain and how Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like working day to day and every single day it's different like every single day it's different yeah and it's just so funny because people look at it and they like, I get sympathy messages. It's like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Like, I, <laughs> I, I'm here for you. If you want me, I'm here for you. And like, obviously I appreciate that. And I appreciate people thinking okay. of that. But what people don't acknowledge is that this is how 99% of people are feeling like mm-hmm. every single day. Like, and, mm-hmm. and it's just, 
it's like, that's not who I am. Like I'm not depressed. I'm not a depressed yeah. person, but today, you know what? I felt depressed and it's like, there's a reason for it. And it's like, it's not that I am a depressed person, but I felt depressed today because of this. Yeah. And it's like, that's something I'm going to over overcome and encounter. And it's okay. Like I take yeah. it as a learning curve, but it's like, all these people are sending me these messages and just being like, Oh, I'm here for you. Oh, if you need anything. And I'm like, you're feeling this exact same thing. Maybe yeah. Worse. Like I'm here and I'm at such like a high level of thinking in my, like for myself. And that's not yeah. for me to like to my own horn in any <laughs> way, but I'm just like, I've worked so hard on myself and got myself to this point where like, I'm okay to show everyone. Basically it was like, to do this, I had to shatter all sense of ego yeah. and, and just like do it. So then people could just read it and be like, cause I know there's people that are like, this guy's fucked up in the head right now. He's <laughs> got something going on. But I'm like, I sit there and I'm like, no, like you guys have no idea. Like I'm in such a good spot, yeah. but I just want to allow people to see like, this whole entire journey of life, it's not an easy path at all times. Like in the day or in a, in a day's worth, like the 24 hours that, or let's even go off of like 16 hours or 18 hours, whatever it is that you're awake. Like there's so many different emotions that you're feeling and so many different mm -hmm. things happen in that day. So you're going into all these different paths and you're, you're defining yourself in a different way every single day. Yeah. It's like when you wake up, you start fresh. And then when you go to bed, it's like you're, you're ending your day. And it's like everything that happened in between them is like, that's how you felt that day. But the next yeah. day is different and the next day is different. And it's just like so different. And so like, that's why I wanted to start the thing. And I have to say like, and give you credit for it too, is because like I've gained inspiration off of how you do, like you did the first one. And I, sorry, I totally am like, I've, I cannot remember, but I think it was like uh, 165 days of what was self -discovery. it? Self-discovery. Self-discovery. And then obviously now it's like your 50 prompts for healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. And so it's like doing those, I just gained so much inspiration because I'm like, what I love Thanks. about them is that it's, it's an everyday thing. And it obviously yeah. proves consistency, but it also proves like, even for the people that indulge in them and truly write them down, like they get to see their growth and they get to move through yeah. that growth because it's a consistency factor. Yeah. And it's like, that's what I wanted to show people through my posts was that I'm going to show you every single day because then you can see that like the, the happiness, the success, everything it's mm -hmm. even like mental health, it's not linear. And that's what yeah. I wrote my very first one is I was like, mental health is not a linear process. Like there is some shitty, shitty moments, but then there's also some incredible moments that I can't even begin to describe yeah and it's like that's what people need to acknowledge is that yeah. and it's the same as everyone's life like it's just you have to you have to accept it and you have to stop trying to hide it because we all encounter it like we all feel the these very similar things and go through very similar experiences and it's the same thing as like when when I go up to a stranger and I'm like asking for a tip of advice, for instance, mm -hmm. like, okay, what's like, what's one tip of advice. And I sit there and I have a conversation with them as well after. And when I do that, I'm just like, wow, we relate. Like we're, yeah, you, you've gone through something. And it's just the reason why I wanted to do even that one was because I was like, I can go anywhere, anywhere. And just be like, Hey, can I have a tip, like a tip of advice? And if they choose not to, that's obviously okay. But like, 
it's funny because I'm like, you have the potential to give me a tip of advice. So when somebody's, when somebody's like, oh, well, like, I don't really have one. It's like, no, you have one because you've struggled in your life, no matter what. And that obviously even comes back to like struggle creates strength. It's like, everyone has a story, but more so like everyone has struggles. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter to what extent, but you've, you've struggled. Like whether it was to get up in the morning, whether it was to brush your teeth, whether it was to, I don't know, like, do anything but it was like you've struggled to some degree or another because you've had to learn and I think Mm -hmm. that was that's one of the biggest things too is like anytime you learn or anytime you're going through life like there's struggles involved because if there wasn't then you would never accomplish anything you know like it's just I don't know it's it's so yeah it's so great life 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 life. (laughs) just put a period right after that one because it's it's life I mean I don't know wake up from the dream and leave the matrix (laughs) like I'm not gonna lie I always have that conversation too I'm like okay so I feel like I've I've figured it out pretty well like (laughs) I'm just expecting just to all of a sudden be like just like holy (laughs) shit that was crazy (laughs) like I did it the other day I can't remember what I'd said to her, but she gave me like, could have been a movie moment. Like she was walking away from me as I said something and she turned around and responded really witty and insightful. And then she was just like, imagine it all just shattering and we wake up and I was like, what? (laughs) I don't know. This is super off topic. And I don't even know. You know what? The podcast listeners are going to want to hear this, but this feels super off topic. But anyways, um, (laughs) there is a journaling practice. I don't know if you've ever heard seen or heard of it where like let's say you believe that you'll likely live to like 80 Mm -hmm. so you calculate the amount of days that that is and in your journal you write how many days are left and if you I know it sounds insane I want to start doing it and I feel like if anybody is just like wanting to start something that is such a good tip of advice to just put like I mean I cannot do math to save my life (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you have I don't know. X amount. How <laughs> many days, like even 50 years would be, but if you calculated that, or even if you calculated, like say whenever you want to go on your trip, mm-hmm. if you calculated how many days it is until then, and every day at the top of your journal wrote 6,028 days until I leave, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, I have 6,000 days to like just get my shit together and like make sure that I have it all in order. And it's such a good conscious reminder of like your days are limited. Mm-hmm. and like do what you want to do today yeah that and then you get awesome. and then you get down to like 50 days and you're like holy shit hey, I haven't even started <laughs> what do I do now because <laughs> that's what I would do for sure yeah, no yeah. questions asked that's where I, I would be I'm at telling you this practice I have yet to implement it myself <laughs> exactly. but I also have like 12 journals at all times like yeah. it's ridiculous the amount of like literally on my desk right now it's like one <laughs> two three oh my god i i yeah. kind of feel that though i i must say i feel all that reasons or like yeah. different chapters or like <laughs> i have to awesome. write down my thoughts but i need them all to be like within each other mm-hmm. they have to be in the same niche <laughs> totally oh my gosh um before we do kind of wrap it up though i do want to mm-hmm. ask you what would be your biggest tip of advice for somebody who is struggling or go through any form of struggle in life Okay, well, now I feel like we've definitely talked <laughs> over about it quite a bit because I, sure. was, <laughs> I was going to say to start practicing 
the implementation of changing your your thought process or your brain like working on working on those little things like being positive or working on reframing your thought process or learning your triggers like that goes so far and the sooner you start it that is like the number one thing you can do for your healing journey is to just work on even if it's as little as recognizing like oh I'm anxious right now okay why am I anxious Mm -hmm. am I safe yes will I be okay in a week yeah Mm -hmm. it can be as simple as that but those little tiny things that you do every single day will add up to so much more and the next time you are facing whatever struggle you are today you will be so much better at managing it I love it shatter shatter Shatter. you're out of the matrix boom yeah no exactly no honestly though like today has been so fun like that 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 absolutely flew by for me like I I know what time is it it's it's like like yeah like two hours but it it flew by and I think the best part about this was the authenticity that was involved in it because it wasn't like there's no scripture there's nothing like it was just kind of just go off and even then I was like I don't even know what to ask her to start <laughs> like where to start and then obviously we just get carried away and you yeah yeah just incredible like existential crisis rather than like get to know me honestly like, <laughs> fair well, enough no I well, and I think I, I fed that for sure yeah. no, no no I loved it I love conversations like this so much that was so much less stressful than like going on a podcast and people asking me a bunch of questions about myself exactly and I'm like, oh gosh, like who even am I, I <laughs> no exactly no I I totally agree and honestly that like awesome. thank you so much for for no, coming on you. and for sharing your story for sharing your insights it was <laughs> it was incredible that was fun that was fun mm-hmm. absolutely thank you so much for having me of course yeah and I want to I want to keep in contact I want to keep in touch I want to <laughs> have as many conversations as possible and obviously just keep this keep this relationship in touch because I think it's always good to have like-minded people in your circle yeah definitely (laughs) sometimes needed otherwise you go a little bit crazy (laughs) exactly exactly okay well it was so nice talking to you Kimberly and I hope you have a great rest of your day and I look forward to actually posting the final final product of it all I'm excited. I'll listen to it before I tell everyone to go listen to it too. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Struggle Create Strength. I hope everyone enjoyed Kimberly's story and I highly encourage you to reach out to her and have any form of conversation with her if you're fortunate enough because she is spectacular. Now, if you do want to reach out to me or potentially come on the podcast, you are more than welcome to at Struggle Create Strength on both Instagram and Facebook, or you can also reach me on my website at strugglecreatestrength.com. All podcasts are posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and additional posts are posted on Instagram as well. Now, I do want to just say again, in reference to the YouTube Right now, I am doing a fun little series where I'm bringing you along on my ultra marathon journey, which you've probably heard a lot about already. But if you haven't, then I am embarking on a 50 kilometer ultra marathon journey in Victoria, British Columbia on September 11th, where I'm aiming to raise $50,000 for mental health awareness. Those funds or those proceeds, donations 
will be going towards the Kids Help Phone and also Canadian Mental Health Association. And I'm excited for it. I, it's been an honor to, it's been an honor to do all of this so far. I don't think I ever really get to express how grateful I am and how excited I am for all of this stuff and all my everyday stuff, but I truly am just thrilled every single day with what I get to do. This is my life and this is, this is insane. And I'm just so fortunate to be the person that is doing this race and for everything that I believe in. If it wasn't for Struggle Create Strength, I wouldn't be doing this. If it wasn't for all of you that listen, I wouldn't be doing this. So I truly have to give so many hats off to you guys. But more than that, I need to give a hats off to the mental health professionals that helped me get to where I am today, or at least get onto the right path and, and get on the uprise. Because if, if it wasn't for them, I don't know where, where I would be or even if I would still be walking around. So I, I truly do thank them so much. And that's ultimately why I want you to, to think about donating and think about helping those who either aren't fortunate enough to be able to afford it or, or just can't seek the help that they truly need. I want you, I truly want you to think about that. The next time you buy a coffee, think about what that $2 could go towards. The next time you buy anything, think about what that money could go towards and how it could truly impact and help somebody's life because that's what it's all about. So I thank you so much once again for listening to another episode of Struggle Create Strength and we will see you next week with another Mindset Monday. So I hope you have a great day and just remember, everyone has a story. Thank you.